And so it begins in verse number one. Paul says, I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you, and here it is, to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Now let me be clear. What I'm not saying here, I'm not saying what you do saves you. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm not saying that that you have to be obedient for God to accept you. That's not what I'm saying. In fact, Paul in this very book, in chapter 2, in the same letter says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. It's not your own doing. It's a gift of God. Now you might think, well, if that's the way it is, if it's a free gift, then why all this talk about walking worthy of our calling? I mean, if it's a free gift, then why do I need to be worthy of anything, right? Why do I need to walk worthy of that gift? Doesn't that imply that I need to do something to earn, you know, my salvation? Isn't that a contradiction in terms? That's not what Paul is talking about at all. He says, therefore, or in light of, in light of the fact that you are a wretched, no good sinner destined for hell, in light of the fact that you are irreparably broken from birth, In light of the fact that you are vile and you have within you the ability to engage in lust and vanity and hate and jealousy. And in light of the fact that you are completely capable of murder. In fact, you have committed murder many times in your own heart. In light of the fact that you, even though you think you're a good person, you're a fallen creature with no redeeming qualities whatsoever because of the stain of your sin. And in light of the fact that there is no reason whatsoever for God to love you, but He chose to love you anyway. And not only did he choose to love you anyway, but he, out of that same love for you, sent his son to the earth to be tortured and killed for you. He allowed his son to be beaten and spit upon and mocked and humiliated and nailed to the cross in order to pay the payment for your sins because you couldn't do it yourself because you were pathetic and broken and helpless. God came to the earth to become a man in order to save you. And in light of that truth, and in light of that fact of that free gift, in light of that knowledge, something inside of you ought to motivate you to want to live worthy of that unimaginable gift that God has given you. That if you actually understood the score, if you actually understood what you've been saved from, if you actually understood how pathetic and broken you really are, something in you ought to motivate you to gratitude so foundational that you would want to live the way that God wants you to live, that you would live worthy of the calling that God has given you because he's removed you from death and put you into life. That's what Paul is saying. Paul is saying that in light of the fact that you're unworthy and unlovable and covered in sin, God chose to love you and he chose to rescue you. And because of that, Paul says, I urge you, I beg you to live a life in a manner worthy of that calling that God is calling you to, which is to be a follower of the very one who paid the price for your freedom in the first place. So don't just say, I followed Jesus. Actually get busy following him. Let's not just say that we're a loving community of Christ followers. Let's actually be a loving community of Christ followers who are passionately in pursuit of Jesus as we follow him. And because of that, we're deeply connected to one another. And because that we're following Christ, we're completely committed to actively sharing the hope and the healing of the gospel of Jesus Christ with our community and our world. Because we are First Baptist Church and following Jesus isn't just what we do, it is who we are. Because of that, everyone, everyone is welcome here.